Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Mitts and Twigs podcast. I am your host, Mitts, coming here live from the Mitt Cave. Uh, with me, as always, my co-host, Ty. Today, we've got a really fun episode for you. It's a little bit of a lull right now with news and hockey, with uh, the trade deadline looming. Everyone's afraid to pull the trigger. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to mock out the entire playoff if they started today. So we're currently uh, recording this uh, Sunday morning. Uh, what is this? This is March 6th. Great. So just so anybody wants a reference point, there's our timestamp right there. Before we get into it, my man Twigs, how are you doing today? Doing well, man. Doing well. I'm ready to, you know, butcher all these playoffs and be wrong in three months. So that's okay. Right. You got any uh, exciting surprise uh free promos you want to run for uh, companies today or uh... <sighs> no i just have this beautiful wood jersey behind us um we'll let down by the reply wood jerseys gave us but wood jerseys sponsor us please or just send matt a blues one like make his room look even cooler the mitts cave is what he calls it so let's do it gang uh with this type of thing you can imagine Twigs and I could go back and forth all day arguing over who's going to win what. So we brought in a ringer. You know him. You love him. He is the hammer. Dave, thank you so much for joining us today, buddy. How are you doing? Good. And you? Just kidding. I'm doing really well. Uh, thanks for having me again. So happy uh, to be back on the pod. Uh, and uh, can't wait to uh, talk about how good Toronto is. So, you know, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now let's just throw that out there for anybody that's listening for the first time or anybody that only throws this on while they do something else and they don't really pay attention. We've made sure we have three different fandoms here, so there will be no ganging up per se. We've got a Flames fan, we've got a Blues fan, we've got a Toronto fan, so you should be able to get at least two good hockey opinions out of this podcast. I'll let you be the judge on who those are. Without further ado, gang, let's get right into it. So, First matchup, we're going to go through the East all the way to conference finals. Then we're going to do the West. That's how we're going to go with this. First matchup we have is Florida against Boston. I mean, I don't know how much we need even to say about this there, Ty. Uh, outside of some hilarious uh, dream situation that I talked about pre-podcast, is this one as easy as it looks? Yeah, I think I think – I think it's pretty easy. I, I think I have a pretty clear winner on on who I think is going to happen. Florida right now is going through a little bit of a lull. It's bound to happen every season. Like it's a, it's a wave, right? Like you go up, go down. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't, I think this is probably the easiest out of all of them. No disrespect to my preseason pick where I had Boston winning the division, but uh, again, I own it. I own it. I'm not hiding from it. I'm not trying to bury it. I own that. But yeah, I, I have Florida in five games and there's not much to discuss. Florida's a juggernaut. They're probably the top team right now, not record-wise Colorado beats them, but I would not want to play Florida at all. Yeah, yeah. Dave? Yeah, I got to agree there. Um, I'm going to say Florida in six. I think it's going to go two and two, home and home. And then Florida's just going to pick up steam and start steamrolling the league here. Um, you know, the aging core in Boston, you got Bergeron approaching 35 Marshawn's old he's 33 I say that but I'm 33 um <laughs> I think uh they've got the potential to make it a good matchup but Florida in six all day long yeah 
I, uh, I, I, I try real hard. I want to be contrarian here, uh, but uh, yeah, I can't. I think I can see, I can see the line. I can see this, the situation where Boston makes this work, uh, but it's it's a hard physical game. They have to really try to get under Florida skin, beat them down, beat them to the puck, and just outwork them constantly. And they need their goaltending to play better than it has. So. I think that I could see Boston winning a couple of games in there with that, but I, I don't think that uh, Florida's going to fall victim to that. You know, I don't think that they're going to be able to be tricked into changing their game. You know, maybe for one game here or there, if Boston gets especially chippy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I gotta say, Florida and uh, I'm gonna say five. Florida and five. So the one thing I do want to say about Boston really quick, it's not like they're playing Toronto where that's just like a high-flying team. Florida's just as gritty as Boston, right? They have that fourth line with Ryan Lomberg, Patrick Hornquist, and they just like come at you in waves. And they're every line has that March, what's his name? Marsha Marchment or whatever his name is. He's like a giant. You wouldn't want to play him in the playoffs because they, they don't call things and he's already a beast. That team is just as gritty as Boston. Probably – the most gritty out of all the top teams in the East, but they also have that top in town, like Jonathan Huberdo, Barkov. Uh, I don't think Tippett will be there. Uh, Lundell has been a huge surprise for them. So yeah. And, and they've been getting goaltending. They have two solid goaltenders. So uh, look for them to like, maybe add something, some defense, even though like that's just a plus, they still have Uyghur and Ekblad in the back, which is insane. So yeah, it, I don't think it's going to be close, but uh, Florida. The, uh, yeah. The emergence of Ekblad this year has been pretty uh, nice to see finally. Also, yeah. you got Anton coming through. He's looking really good for a young guy. Um, yeah, where do they even improve, really? Um, I, I think they've got this one. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, I do think that would be uh, very contentious. Hey, uh, this just, next- before we go into the next one, anyone remember when Toronto traded away Mason Marchment for Dennis Malgin? Who? Yeah, Dennis Malgin. Anyway, let's go on. Hey, Toronto doesn't like grit, man. If they're not making 6.75 and, the, and they don't like just skate, you know, they don't want them. Well, I mean, March, uh, Marchman's over six feet tall, so they probably don't want them at all. Yeah, that's true. I think we could spend uh, the entire summer perhaps making content just around all the ridiculously bad trades the Leafs have made. Um, let's just say in the last 20 years. I mean, there's several episodes of content right there. Uh, we won't go down that rabbit hole today, though. Um, I suspect Toronto may take enough of a beating <laughs> without having to bring up the past. So, Dave, you're our guest. This matchup, Tampa Bay, Toronto. Tell us how you see it. Okay. So, this is going to be hot take day one, or hot take number one of the day. Sorry, it's still early. Um, I'm saying Toronto. I'm saying Toronto in seven. They're going to make me sweat it out again. It's uh, it's going to be nail biter. I think it's going to be really back and forth. But my the- my thesis here, um, Toronto no longer has to compete with these uh, bottom of the league teams. <laughs> we all know for whatever reason, Toronto's got this history of just playing down to their level. I mean, even last night, Vancouver took them out. They recently lost to Montreal, Columbus, Buffalo, spanked them at home. And first time they had uh, fans in the seats, they lost 5-1 in a very uninspired effort. I think their game matches their opponent. 
and I think this is going to be a high-flying match, which actually plays into Toronto's hand quite nicely. Um, Tavares was off the snide finally. He scored last night, first one in 15, I think it is, to look for him to get rolling and really uh, show that leadership through the, throughout. Um, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be a nail better, but I'm going to say Toronto in seven. I, uh, this one, this is the matchup. I think if you were to look at like Toronto and they would be like, Hey, what team do we want? I don't think we want Florida because Florida is gritty. I think we want Tampa because we can go back and forth with Tampa, right? They have the goaltender. That's probably a, you know, more on Tampa side. Vasilevsky's like top two in the league. He's amazing. Um, I'm going to say Toronto in seven as well. And this kills me just because there's always a time in history where these great players finally like overcome that hurdle. And what better way to do that is with the two time defending champs, Tampa Bay lightning, Austin Matthews is top player in the league. And I know bar down said Mitch Marner's underrated, which is a joke, but Austin Matthews is actually underrated. There's a, there's, I think a debate this year that you could say, who would you rather have? Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews. Now, is that hot take-ish? Maybe, but look who's carrying a team and who's not right now, right? And both are having poor goaltending issues. So I think if I were to run and gun with a team that has a crazy amount of weapons, and like Dave said, if John Tavares finally starts playing like John Tavares, that team is deadly. Like, look what they're doing without him. He didn't score in 12 games until yesterday, right? Like, he was he was on a 14. 14, sorry, right, yeah, they, he snuck a few more in there. And Jack Campbell and Peter Mrazek are not this bad. They're not this bad. Like, everybody's freaking out about their goaltending. They, like, they're not bad. Like, keep them. Maybe if you can move out the cap of Mrazek and bring in another guy and maybe, like, work on that D, which I think they need. Yeah, I'm going Toronto on seven. Well, I mean, that, you know, that that's two votes for Toronto out of three. Uh, that moves them to the next round, which really frees me up to say this. <laughs> you're dreaming. Uh, I don't know what roster that you're looking at that you think that isn't gritty. Uh, but uh, Toronto has to find a way to overcome three-time Stanley Cup champion. Patrick Maroon. <laughs> big rig. Big rig. I mean, when was the last time there was a Stanley Cup final that didn't have big rig hoisting the cup? Been a couple of years. Uh, but I just think look, I, no no discredit to Toronto uh, because they're playing, having a great year. Uh, and I think uh, an episode or two back, I even said that uh, Toronto matches up better against, say, a Florida or a Tampa, in my opinion, than in some of these other teams. But when I look at this, I mean, there's a huge advantage in goal for Tampa. I think there's a huge advantage at defense for Tampa. And Toronto has some higher-end talents, maybe you could say. Um, maybe you would just say that their, their, their high-end talent is more firmly in their prime right now, I guess. Stamkos is not a spring chicken. But, man, I... I yeah, I, I think that it's also hilarious for you guys to say Toronto in seven when we all know if Toronto is going to win a series, 
it's not in the seventh game. They're not pulling it <laughs> off in the seventh game. If well, Toronto wins well, this series, it's in five or six, and it shot they shock the world, and it's their their coming out party. Tampa will win this series, though, in seven games. But for the purpose of this mock, two votes to one, we've got Toronto moving on to the next round, where they will face Florida. So you know, right? I could see Toronto goes up three games, loses the next three, goes to double time. And somebody like a Justin Hall scores the winner. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> anyway, carry on. I just want to touch on the Tampa thing. I think what 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 made Tampa really good the past previous years is that third line they had with Shirelli. Um, not only Shirelli, but it was like right now their third line is Maroon, Belmar, uh, Belmar, and Perry. Where it was last year, it was Coleman, Shirelli, and Goudreau. Like that's that's a huge like drop off, right? So and that's all because of cap uh, cap Im, Im, Oh my gosh, implications. Let's let's edit that baby, eh? Holy oh no, stutter, leave it in. Stuttering around like you know, first time. I'm gonna before. remix that into our theme song. I I would you know what? We're off topic. Okay, let's just get away from this. Um, I think that does hurt because I think Tampa does uh, still have those top players: Headman, Stamkos. Uh, Point, Palat, Kalorn, and I didn't say they weren't gritty at all. I'm just saying the Panthers are way more gritty. Like I would, like I feel like they're going to wear you down more than Tampa is going to wear you down. Tampa has better top end talent than Florida, I would say. Kucherov is still underrated for what he brings, right? Um, yeah, so I'm going Toronto. I can't. As long as Perry doesn't date Tavares again, we'll be fine. I mean, if you're going to bring a guy in for one thing. Gonna be interesting. Hey, moving on. Moving on. All right. All right we're moving over to uh, Carolina versus Washington. I think this is a great uh, storyline matchup because you've got a team that, uh, you know, not too long ago won a Stanley Cup, who has been kind of a power in the East for a number of years. Uh, but a lot of those stars are a little bit older versus an up and coming team that is, you know, I think top in the East at the moment is Carolina. Um, but you know, it, this still feels like a lot to prove there. So I, I really enjoy the storyline, uh, with this matchup. Ty, how are you seeing this? Yeah. So this is a 2019, um, rematch basically in the playoffs, but it's totally flipped where Carolina was a wild card team and Washington was the top team. Um, how times have changed. Uh, Washington has a huge problem in that they just do. I, I think, uh, Vitek has been solid. Samsonov has been okay at, at stretches. But you look at you look at Carolina, and it's funny, in the offseason, you don't usually get rid of, you know, a Calder-nominated goalie, replace him with a scapegoat of Toronto. Um, you get rid of a top offensive D-man in Dougie Hamilton and replace him with a guy that has had off-the-ice issues and on-the-ice issues his whole career and improve right? This team is just deep everywhere you look. And they're a reason they're really good. They've, they're well coached. Most of their players are, are, you know, homegrown players or, or traded really well. Like they stole Tara Vinan from Chicago, who probably desperately wishes they didn't do that. This team is, this team is really good. And I'm going to have this team. This is, this was my easiest one out of all of them. Um, and I have Carolina in four games. Fair enough. Dave, what do you think? 
Uh, yeah, you bring up a lot of good good points there, Ty. I mean, they, these guys are deep. These guys are so, so deep. Their fourth line center is making 6.1 mil. Um, only for this very, season. Only <laughs> for this season. I hope you bank some of that. <laughs> but great pickups all around. The Ethan Bear pickup from Edmonton, I don't know why they let him walk. They could sure use Ethan Bear right now. Young up-and-comer. Um, yeah, I'm looking at their defense right now. Slavin, Pesci, Shea, Ian Cole, who's got a cup under his belt. I mean, everywhere you look, I can't see, I don't know if I can see a single hole. Um, they've got Seth Jarvis on their fourth line playing lights out for a rookie. Um, thank you, Patrick Marlowe. Um, <laughs> but I, I got to say, I think with the depth of the Carolina roster, their style of play under Rod Brendamore, um, I'm going to take uh, Carolina in five. I think Washington sneaks one out because it'd be remiss uh, of Ovi not to at least, you know, take over a game on his own. But I think, and to not get too political, I feel like the global situation with Russia and Ukraine might be weighing on some of these Washington capital players. You got yeah. Ovet spotlight for this. You got Kuznetsov has presumably got family over there. Samsonov, another Russian player. You don't know what that does to guys. And if playoffs started today, they could still be dealing with some of that stuff. Again, not trying to be political, but it seems to be a bit of an external factor. I'm taking Carolina in five. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, we're all in the same uh, mindset there. We've all got Carolina moving through. Um, I'm going to say Carolina in six. I think that uh, I think Washington sneaks a couple in there, but I think then Carolina gets it done either way. So. Yeah, I don't think there's too much more to say that. I think that Davey made a great point about, you know, just some things outside of hockey weighing down uh, and being on people's minds. I'm sure it's on a lot of people's minds, but it probably even more so people who have family back home and are directly connected to what's going on. So, yeah, I think that makes a you make a great point to uh, to ice that cake and Washington's going to go. I just want to say one thing before that. No. Um, if you look at the playoff odds right now on MoneyPuck.com, and they're pretty awesome. They really analytical and all that kind of stuff they have actually carolina out of the top teams is has the worst percentage of making it to the second round oh wow and that's that's with toronto like just imagine like could you do that so um i don't know if we're missing something or we're not seeing something but yeah we're we're on a totally different page which we're probably right right screw those guys but still carolina well, I think probably, honestly, if I had to say, like, if they're factoring in this matchup right now, you've got a bigger market team that's relatively recently won a Stanley Cup with genera generational superstars on it. Um, and so the average hockey fan, the average gambler probably sees Washington, Ovechkin. Oh, they're good. I would take them. But then again, maybe it's also just if Carolina doesn't get that juicy first round matchup and they have to say, play somebody tougher in the first round you know somebody that's a little bit more i mean like the other people in that division the other teams in that division are are again big market pretty powerful teams so i if anything i'd say the important thing to take from this is that if you are betting on anyone right now i sound like there's great money to be made on carolina yeah i was gonna say why would you throw your money away <laughs> Oh, you'll never understand the mind of a gambler then, Ty. <laughs> <laughs>
Sometimes no. it's a boomerang. Sometimes it's a rock. But you don't know until you throw. <laughs> oh my gosh. As a, as a quick aside, I always used to say back in the days when I played a lot of poker and I have to explain it to my uh, then girlfriend at the time why I would go and, and lose all that money so consistently. And I said, well, look, if I go to a movie uh, or a, a hockey game, there's no chance I'm getting that money back. It's just gone. But when I go play poker, there's at least some sliver of a chance that not only will I come home with the exact same amount of money I left with, but maybe even more. So that never really happened, but the possibility is there. And that's why it's so exciting. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so if any other sponsors are listening, I am happy to plug any kind of gambling website uh, as long as I get a discount. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Oh, I'll see. All right, Ty's going to take a quick break, but I think we can talk a little bit about this without him. We might not even need him at all, Dave. Let's figure this out. Next matchup, we have Pittsburgh against New York. This one feels like a bit of a dogfight. This one, I got to be honest, I'm having trouble getting a sense of. What is, what's your take here? This is going to be the matchup to watch, I think, realistically. Uh, who doesn't like this rivalry? Uh, big cities, bright lights. Uh, th these are two teams at different uh, points in their um, path, I guess, really. You've got Pittsburgh, who's got, you know, an aging Crosby, an aging Malkin. You've got an aging Tang. You, you name it, their stars are, are in the twilight of their career. Um, that being said, I mean, is that a catalyst for Pittsburgh to, to shoot the lights out? I can't really tell. Uh, just looking at New York's roster, I mean, I think they've got a chance. I, I wouldn't say they're as deep as Pittsburgh. Um, but this one, I feel like, to your point, yeah, dogfight, 100%. I don't know if I feel confident in my choice yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I might need to. And who's, who's going to win this one? Um, do, the, do the boys in Pittsburgh really give it their all for Sid and uh, Evgeny Malkin? Uh, do they leave it all on the ice because it's one of their last shots? <sighs> do they still have it? Do they, do they still have it? I don't know. But, I mean, to me, looking at the rosters, top uh, bottom six in New York, it's not that deep. Like, I'm looking at their uh, third and fourth lines, and I, I think Pittsburgh's got them there. They're going to they're gonna grind them down. I'm going to say this is going to be Pittsburgh and six with about 60% confidence. <laughs> now, is, is that your final answer? No. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Ty, we're having trouble with this. What do you think, Pittsburgh Rangers? So I think this is my favorite matchup out of all the playoffs, like first rounds, um, other than the Tampa and Leafs one. But this one's going to be the most like entertaining. Um, and I'm going a little bit, you know, future – seeing in the future. I think New York adds, they have a bunch of cash space for this year. Uh, they don't need their picks. They got a bunch of good prospects. They have the top goalie in the NHL this year. And I don't know, I said last week or when we were doing our power rankings about uh, Pittsburgh and I was, you know, complimenting Tristan Jari. I love Tristan Jari this year. I think Pittsburgh's been amazing this year, but I still, you got to show me in the playoffs what you can do, right? He completely collapsed last year. And it was, it was not good, and it was ugly, and it really cost them the playoffs. I'm going to go New York Rangers in seven games. 
I think Panarin's going to, you know, you know, play lights out. He's a superstar. I think Zabinijad's awesome. I think they also have some grit, even though they botched the Bucci trade this uh, past off season, like they could use a right winger right now really badly. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to add at the deadline big time. I think they're probably the biggest buyer other than Colorado. And uh, I'm going to go New York Rangers in seven games. Yeah, buddy. Um, I like this one. I like this matchup. I think it's going to be fun. And I think it, uh, I think like, like Dave said, this, these are two teams at two different points in their, in their uh, story or the, their, their rise and fall, so to speak. Twilight versus, you know, somebody trying to get over the hump. I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Uh, I believe in magic. And I think that Pittsburgh does this. Now, if last year's Tristan Jari shows up, it's New York in four. But I'm willing to bet that even if he can't play to the high level he's played all this year, that he's not going to go, you know, full shell shock version that he, he was last year. Uh, this is a team that, with all their best players out, played well enough to be in the hunt early in the year. They get those players back. They had a little bit of a lull as they figured it out, but they're on fire now. They're playing great. I think they just have so much depth. They've got so many different looks and so many different combinations. They've got that with their forward group. It really feels like they can just shuffle that in any which way that they need to. And those guys are just going to play together. I think it speaks to the coaching. I, I, I believe in them. I think they're going to get this done. I think Pittsburgh makes, uh, makes it through. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that I think they're going to go all the way, but yeah, I feel, I think, I think Crosby with his leadership, with his skill and with his track record, I think he gets the boys on his back emotionally, at least maybe not physically. There's a lot of guys on there that need to pull away, but yeah, I just, I don't think, I think that Samsonov's going to keep the minute or not Samsonov. Um, oh man, that's, that's embarrassing. We're not <laughs> editing it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I think Shesterkin, is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, I think I think he keeps New York around. Um, and I think New York plays well, maybe steals one or two, but I'm gonna say Pittsburgh and I'm gonna say Pittsburgh and five. Why? I think it's gonna be a, a knockdown drag out series, but I think it's gonna be one of those ones where, you know, instead of going back and forth every single time, you know. Pittsburgh squeaks out a win in one or two of them that you think it's New York's game and, and they end up getting them in five. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think uh, you, you said a word in there and uh, sparked a little something coaching. So, you got Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh, but you got Gerard Gallant in New York, and everybody knows that that guy can really uh, rally the troops. You know what I mean? Look what he did in Florida before he got left off the bus. Look what he did in Vegas before he got shipped out. Like, this guy's got like a two, three year shelf life and he's right in the sweet spot for New York. So if we're talking X factor at all, I'm going to take Gallant over Sullivan. And then you, Shesterkin could just absolutely play lights out. He's got it in him. That's the only way I could see New York pulling this off. I, I, like I said, I said Pittsburgh and six. I'm not even sure. I don't, it could go either way. I'm sticking with Pittsburgh and six though, but okay. coach, look at the coaching. We've got Pittsburgh going into the next round. 
let's 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 keep that rolling. We're in the second round of the playoffs in the East now with our mock. We've got Florida facing Toronto. And we've got Pittsburgh facing Carolina. Talk about, you know, the storylines that we just talked about between Carolina and Washington and between New York and Pittsburgh, where you've got an aging team looking for one last hurrah and a younger team trying to prove themselves, trying to establish themselves as that new juggernaut. This, this matchup has that in spades. This is a very exciting matchup, I think. Ty, second round of the playoffs, Carolina hosting Pittsburgh. See, now I look silly because I didn't take Pittsburgh, and what I'm about to say makes no sense at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Pittsburgh somehow gets going and they're rolling, that means they're completely healthy. That means uh, Tristan Jari's figured it out. That means Mike Sullivan's on his way to his, like, what, third cup, fourth cup, right? Like, he's still rolling. Um, and I think, I, like Matt said, I, uh, I also am a believer in magic. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to take Pittsburgh in the second round just because of magic. That, that's all. I, I believe Pittsburgh. Yes. Oh, wow. Magic um, Mike Sullivan leads Pittsburgh over Carolina in second round playoff match. I, I, yeah. Like uh, that's, yeah, they, they've got to be having it all going in the first round because I really do think that's a tough matchup for Pittsburgh, especially with what Dave said, with the goaltending and the depth of the, uh, of the Rangers and um, they're going to add probably at the deadline. It's going to be a tough matchup if this, if this happens to be what it is, but I will take Pittsburgh in the second round over Carolina. Before we move to Dave, if New York had made it past them, do you take Carolina or New York? Yeah, I would probably take Carolina. I think the matchup is better for Carolina against New York. Interesting. Right? I, I, right. yeah. but that's all. I, I think, I think the matchup is worse for Carolina against Pittsburgh than it would be for New York against Carolina. That That's all. I just think two teams play totally different ways. And uh, I think Crosby, once he gets hungry, he really turns it on. And it, it all, it's all goaltending. That's all it is. It's all goaltending. Yeah. Dave, uh, so we've heard from Ty. He thinks that if somehow Pittsburgh gets passed, they take on Carolina. Carolina's got to be the heavy favorite, at least in terms of rankings and whatnot. Are you going for the magic or are you ready to forgive Frederick Anderson and throw your lot in with, uh, with him? You know, I'm a big magic guy. Like me some magic in my life. I'm also a big Frederick Anderson guy. I'm, I'm a huge supporter of his. I thought, I think he got thrown under the bus in Toronto, but it's the standard big market media. You're going to get run over unless you're Jack Campbell, then everybody loves you. Um, which right now, not right now. Not right now. Oh, he's seeing the other side of the coin right about now. <laughs> um, I've always been an Anderson believer. And you know what? This season, I think, proves why. Uh, really validates me in my feelings. <laughs> um, I, I think it's going to be a goaltending duel if Pittsburgh makes it this far. I keep going back as if I haven't made my call. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be Carolina. Pittsburgh is deep down the middle. But I mean, so is Pittsburgh. Um, what, what do you got? You got uh, Aho, uh, Trocheck, and Stahl, one, two, three in Carolina, but you're looking at Crosby, Malkin, and Carter in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, that's a wash. That's all, not really a wash. I'm going to give that to Pittsburgh just because it's, you know, Crosby, Malkin. But man, I think, 
I think Carolina's got this in terms of defensive depth and play style. I think they're just going to lock down, um, lock down the Penguins. I'm going to take Carolina in five. Okay. Well, this is an interesting situation that I don't know if we've really had this. Maybe I'm just short memory because I'm the deciding vote here. And this is, uh, we're in a pretty silly situation here where we've got Pittsburgh against Carolina in the second round. I don't know. I, I, I'm having a tougher time with this than I think I should. And I think a lot of fans uh, would be surprised. I got to take Pittsburgh. If, if what I'm supposing happens in the first round happens and it's because of the way that they play, I mean, Carol, they're not going to walk all over Carolina. They're not going to take them out easy by any means. It's going to be a, a heck of a series, I think. I think it's going to be back and forth. But I could see it going to seven games. I could see it being, you know, home team wins every single game and it gets to seven. And then we find out, you know, that a little bit of experience maybe maybe pushes Pittsburgh over that edge. You know, those guys have been there before. They know where that next level is. They know how to get to it. So. I think that, uh, wow, yeah. I think we've just put Pittsburgh in the conference, Eastern Conference Finals. It's magic, baby. The magic. God. And I think for those of you listening, those of you watching, keep in mind, you know, Dave went for Carolina. He could have pushed Pittsburgh through. He had that opportunity to set up potentially what he would believe is an easier matchup in the next round for who I'm assuming he's going to pick up in this matchup we've got uh in the other eastern semifinal uh we've got florida and toronto uh we talked a bit about this already but these are two two juggernaut teams dave florida toronto does your logical mind overpower your emotional side how logical do i need to be here like On a scale of one to ten, how logical do you want this to be? I, I think, think that, okay, that really so. this just it should be whatever you're comfortable saying. <laughs> so we talked about how gritty Florida is and how consistently gritty they are through their whole lineup. That's going to be an issue. That's going to be a ser- serious, serious issue for Toronto. You've got you've got Sam Bennett. You know he's chippy. You've got Ryan Lomberg. I love watching him play. By the way, um, Hornquist, like all, all these bottom six kind of guys i mean not bennett but bottom six kind of guys uh that's going to give them nightmares but then you look at their back line you've got the size of ekblad and Uyghur. you've got gudas and, and gudas and his beard in the back brandon montour like th- these these panthers are going to beat up toronto um so i'm going to say toronto in four <laughs> <laughs> i i love that <laughs> No, I, it's going to, you know what, it's going to be a fun one to watch. I want to say Toronto finally makes it past, like makes it over the hump, makes it to the second round, go on a heater. I, I want to say Toronto in five or six, but my Florida is just a juggernaut, man. I'm going to say Florida in five. Wow. Ty, uh, I want to cut you off. Uh, I'm going to let you speak next because I'm taking Toronto and I'm doing it. Not just, not just so that Dave can see how, you know, 
truly disconnected from their team Toronto fans are that they would choose somebody else over them. You know, come on, Dave, you've loved this team since you were a boy and you're going to just throw them away in the best season they've ever had in front of your eyes. Look, if Toronto gets past Tampa Bay, you know, mind you, if, if they do it, but they lose Austin Matthews, then obviously this is easy enough to, 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 to choose Florida. But if Toronto gets past Tampa, that to me just takes all the weight off of them. You know, now you've got, now you, you, the narrative of being one and done is gone. This is, this would then become, I think, basically that Toronto Raptors playoff run energy is just going to surge in. I think these guys are going to feel a level that they've never felt before. I think that the place is going to be insane and impossible for anybody to play in, in Toronto. And I think that Toronto's already going to be, this is going to sound kind of silly, but they're already going to have traveled to the state of Florida and taken out a top level team. And then what are they going to do? They're going to turn around. They're going to fly back to Florida so they're going to be in that exact same cycle. They're not going to, there's not going to be anything out of the place for them. Toronto, if Toronto gets past Tampa Bay, as we have said that they will, I have Toronto taking Florida in six. I can appreciate that. Ty's still speechless over here. Shocked. We're, so, yeah, I'm shocked actually. Um, it's Florida. It's Florida. It's pretty easy. Um, it's not even a question. I'm, I think Tampa, I mean, I think Toronto is a hell of a team and I've, I've given them enough credit for me to throw up, but uh, they're a hell of a team. <laughs> they're great. <clears throat> Florida's a beast. They have Sam Bennett, who I think we're all forgetting, like turns on to like another level in the playoffs. He, and that's going to take so much pressure off of Barkov. He will like destroy your top players. He will run them to the ground. And like uh, Dave said, Ryan Lomberg is no slouch. He might be only five, five, but the guy can skate like the wind and he'll take your life. Right. Like he is a, he's a beauty. Um, Defense is better. Goaltending is better. Uh, They don't have Matt. Matthews is probably the best player in the series, but they have more depth. I'm what? Sorry, continue. Continue. I'm taking Florida in seven. I think the game, I think it goes seven games. And I think, I think Toronto's not going to just be like pushed around. But I just think there's so many good things going Florida's way this year, just like Toronto. But like they just are just another level higher. That's all. And I think Andrew Burnett has done a beautiful job coaching down there, like from that situation that could have destroyed that team. You know, your coach gets fired for doing some inappropriate things. Yeah, they're the real deal. They're the real deal by by a mile. I'm taking Florida. I do want to watch the Matthews Barkov. Oh, Matthews. it's good. The be- offensive prowess of Matthews, the defensive prowess of Barkov. That's going to be, you know, unstoppable force and movable object. That's going to be great. The I. I don't want to disrespect the coaching in Florida, but I, I think it's, I think they've been on kind of cruise control. Um, from what I've heard history past, like interviews, stuff like that. Um, oh my goodness. What's his face? The previous coach, the disgraced Quinville, 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 Quinville's very much like let the guys play, let the stars play. 
if you're not playing well, he's going to kick your butt. But as long as you're playing and you're out there and you let the talent be the talent. I think Quinville has the ability or had the ability to, to match up in playoffs and do things. Playoffs are a different beast. And I think that that's where you're going to see the coaching of Florida be exposed. I mean, I've been voted against. Florida has, is making it on in our mock. Um, Dave can apparently sleep at night knowing that he doesn't truly love the Maple Leafs. Um, eh, that's okay. But uh, You're putting a lot of faith in Sheldon Keefe. Like, like if we're talking about coaching, if we're just going to talk about it and you're like, okay, hey, in the playoffs, he's going to be exposed. Sheldon Keefe has been exposed by like how many awful teams <laughs> like Montreal, yeah. Montreal embarrassed him last year. What was yeah. the year before Columbus? Like if we're going to talk about coaching, I would actually give it to Andrew Burnett in the sense that I will let my, my, my star players play. If we're just going to do the Quenville way, Hey shit, that way works. You know what I mean? Like how many cups did he win? You know, there's an asterisk by it, but how many cups did he win? Um, I don't know. I, I don't have any faith in Sheldon Keith to get past. Like the first round, that's going to be a huge thing. It's going to be awesome. Um, and I think it's going to be because their star players are playing. But yeah, if we're going to go, yeah, it's Florida. Sorry. You guys took out the Rangers. I'm taking out this freaking awful Maple. <laughs> I'm going to throw this, I'm going to throw this uh, just very specific prediction out there. Sam Bennett gets a playoff suspension. Oh, 100%. Bank it. We should all put money on it right now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it here. I was looking at the Boston-Florida matchup, and I thought that could be a way that he could cost them some games there. Um, but I think it'll end up being against Toronto in the second round. And I think that's going to be uh, a catalyst for Toronto. Mm. Yeah. So. The question is, who gets suspended first, uh, Nazem Kadri or Sam Bennett? <sighs> Ooh. Man, now that that's a whole episode. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. Um, that takes us to our Eastern Conference Finals, gentlemen. Uh, one team I think we could have predicted. Another team I think we're going to be mocked pretty heavily for having here. Uh, but uh, we've got Florida against Pittsburgh. Obviously, Florida is going to be the home team uh, for this. They're going to have the, uh, the the home advantage on that. Florida Pittsburgh. How do we even get here? <laughs> couldn't tell you. I've been here. <laughs> couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that Florida is here. Um, really. I mean, we'd be a bit remiss to not take one of the favorites of the league. Uh, how did Pittsburgh get here? I will never know. But you know what? I'm going to – sorry, I'm, I'm totally hijacking this, by the way. I'm going to take this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take, uh, man, I would love to believe in more magic. I would love to continue to sprinkle some, some, uh, Sullivan dust on everything. Uh, I got to take Florida here. There's, uh, they've got such a, okay. Look, look at this. They're going to, they're going to take up Boston. That's going to be a gritty matchup. They're going to get their, uh, their systems in place. They're going to get the blood, the blood flowing. They've got Toronto, they're going to beat them by, by grinding them into a pulp again, emphasizing their style of play. And then they've got Pittsburgh who could probably put up with that style of play a bit better, but once Florida gets rolling with this, this style of play that they have, it's going to be hard to stop next to impossible. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to take Florida in five. Florida in five. 
here's 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 the the truth. The true Eastern Conference Finals is probably Florida Toronto. That's gonna be their. That's gonna be like exhausting. It's gonna go seven. It's gonna be back and forth. It's gonna be travel. It's gonna be all that. And Pittsburgh has now taken the New York Rangers and Carolina, and they're gonna add another juggernaut to that tally, and they're gonna take out the Florida Panthers. If we're going magic, if we're taking all these guys, like if we're just like hypothetically talking about this, I'm going to ride Crosby since you guys put him through. I'm going to ride Crosby to the, the Stanley Cup finals. Um, I think Florida is going to make steam. It's going to be the farthest they've ever gone uh, in a while. And I'm going to take Pittsburgh, though, over them in, in six. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's a uh, This shouldn't be so tough. Florida having an amazing season hard to find a hole other than you know what I've already said about my thoughts on their coaching potentially um, yeah like it, it, you look at this every year every year there's we've got you know Cody, Cody Fingers top teams in the league teams that should be in the finals yeah and every year that's not what happens you know, it's not always a Cinderella case, but number one seeds, even overwhelming number one seeds, often don't make it past the second round. Or they do finally get to the conference finals and they run into a team that has been that far before, that knows how to win that important game, that knows how to match up and grind in the playoffs, that, you know, has it in their blood, that has a, a more experienced coach, maybe has arguably the greatest player of his generation on that team. I mean, if we have a Florida Pittsburgh Eastern conference final, a, that would be hilarious and weird. (laughs) We better get get some kind of job out of that. Uh, (laughs) Folks, you, you're, the, the podcast is still working. The dead air is me just, choking on the words I'm about to say. Magic. I believe. <laughs> we got to believe her. We got to believe her. Call me crazy. I got, I'll, I'll take Pittsburgh over Florida to reach the Stanley Cup final. Oh, people are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be like, yeah, these guys are dumb. We're never listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh he's the only one that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that, uh, like I said, I, I think that the coaching playoff hockey is, is such another, it's a different beast altogether. It's not the same. That's why you see some of these like eighth and seventh seed teams come in and just start knocking off top seeds because, you know, when you, when you have to see the same team across from you every night, things just play differently. They, they just, they, they shake out differently. Guys react to that in different ways. Uh, I think that Florida has an excellent team. And I, if they end up in the Stanley Cup final, I would not be remotely shocked or surprised. But yeah, I don't know. I honestly think that Toronto beats Florida. And so for a lot of the same reasons, I think that I'm going to take Pittsburgh over Florida. So we go for that. That's crazy. That's, I can't believe we're there. I can't believe we've got... Florida or Pittsburgh in the Stanley Cup Finals. Pittsburgh Finals. Okay. So if Toronto beat Florida, would you still take Pittsburgh? 
I think I think if Toronto beat Florida, I have I put Toronto in the finals. I'm telling you right now, I think that I think if Toronto gets out of the first round, especially yeah. because they're going to have such a that that's it. I think I mean Stanley Cup finals will be another beast, but I think that if they if they can get past whoever they have to play in the first round, unless something weird happens and they have to play Boston in the second round, <laughs> then Boston beats them hands down. But uh, the, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think if Toronto gets through the first round, they go all the way. I think I, I'm not a fanboy of Toronto. You guys, the, you guys know this, but really what is the, the, the mental game, the momentum has been the thing that for me, the, a lot of things that's held them back. And if, if they can get over that, they can shake off that one and done and uh, that that nervousness is gone. They're playing with house money. That then they're gone. But Great. unfortunately, it's Pittsburgh. That's all for this week, folks. Tune in next week for the Western portion, as well as the Stanley Cup Finals. For Twigs, I'm Mitz. Take care.